All right, it's January 25th, and this is another episode of Headliners. Today we have the return of things worth mentioning but not worth discussing, and we're talking about uh, Oscar nominations, which were released earlier this week. All three of us are back at it, uh, Dave, Jimmy, and myself. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life, Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell the truth. Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. I love listening to that every every week. It just gets me in the mood. All right, box yeah. office last weekend, January 18th through the 20th. Glass opened up to $40.3 million domestically. Uh, knock the upside off, so they're number two. Aquaman hanging in there, number three. Dragon Ball Super Broly, uh, four. And then Spider-Man into Spider-Verse, number five. I didn't know, is that Dragon Ball Z, I'm assuming? It is. Interesting. And it apparently has, like, great reviews. I might go see it in, like, next week, if I have time to kill. Not a chance for me, but that's cool. Dragon well, Ball I- Super Broly. The fuck? You, you guys were... Well, I don't know about you, Jimmy, but you don't like cartoons. Sheehan, you were too old for, like, Dragon Ball Z, right? I think you so. You old fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I'm five years older than you. Why don't Six? you go get married and have a kid, you old bastard? Yeah, I get a mortgage, too. Yeah. <laughs> that, I don't know. I, that I was depressed like the... me. It was all fun and games until you threw out the mortgage world. Word. <laughs> that was depressing, yeah. John. Yeah. Yeah, wait till you have to pay for oil. Ugh. I I won't. I live in New York. I Mm. never have to deal with that. Yeah, not forever, man. Not forever. (laughs) All right, so um, should we just go into the things worth mentioning but not worth discussing? The return after, what, two months maybe? Three months? Things worth mentioning but not worth (laughs) discussing. Uh, I'm going to veto that little jingle. (laughs) I was about to say, is that the new theme song? Okay, well, how about this? Things worth mentioning but not discussing. I like the first one. you got to have worth in both ends. Come on. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop it mm-hmm. for later. Okay. All right, so uh, Canadian Movie Theater f- uh, offers free admission and food to over 100 local furloughed U.S. government employees. The infamous Fry Festival had documentaries last week on both Netflix and Hulu. Go watch them and then listen to our review on Monday. James Gandolfini's son, Michael, cast to play young Tony Soprano in the movie... The Many Saints of Newark, which is going to be a prequel to the Sopranos TV series. Yep. Uh, mother of James Bulger, which is a kid, not the uh, whitey guy, uh, a child who was murdered, <laughs> is the, the, it threw me for a loop. All right, is obviously upset that somebody made a, a short film based on her son's last minute to live, but she's really pissed off the fact that he got nominated for an Oscar. Not a documentary either, a live action short. I have a lot of questions about that, but we're, Me, this is I not know. worth. This is I, not I, worth can we? Can we? Can I ask like one question about it? Maybe. Are they related to Whitey Bulger? They're not. Bulger. Then I don't care about them. Okay. Can I ask a question? Yeah. How would he die? He was brutally beaten. Ooh, oh, dude! Now I feel like a dick. Second depressing <laughs> sentence out of John's mouth this episode. All about depression. The old cartoon, Tom and Jerry, is going to be made into a movie being in production in 2019. 
and it's live action, but they're animating the animals. You suck. <laughs> you suck. Well, this one was clearly should have been read by Sheehan. Well, the, the, the headline said Tom and Jerry live action movie coming next summer. Fucking the, the, yeah, I assume there'll be actual humans. Yeah. Hey, listen, I put my heart and soul into my, my reads, and that's what my heart and soul, how that reads that one. Nice. Okay, next, move along. Oh, David. shit, I'm up. Yep. Holmes and Watson <laughs> lead nomination count in this year's Razzies. Surprising not, no one. Not surprising, yep. Yeah. Uh, and Conan O'Brien is back after being shut down for three months. He's doing a half-hour-long show now at 11 o'clock. Only one guest, and it's like a whole new format. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm rooting for him. I love it. And I know I know we've said it before, but go listen to his podcast. This week it was with Ron Funch, who, and it was just the funnest like conversation between two people. Yeah, I haven't listened was, to that episode yet, but the podcast is really good. And he was on My Favorite Murder, the guest host, this past week, and it made murder even more fun. Sweet. Wow, oh, another Mr. one that's... Depressing. <laughs> that's not on this list. It came <laughs> out this week that... Johnny Depp has been countersuing Amber Heard for the spouse abuse allegations, and apparently he has a ton of hard evidence, like video cameras from in their house, security footage, witnesses that prove he never actually beat her. I don't know how you prove a negative, but good for him if it's true. Yeah, that's a really hard one to disprove. Well, like, no, like I, I they were, they were recording, like, at the time that she said she was beaten. Okay. If they have videos her, of her like beating herself up, like liar liar style, then that's good evidence. Yeah. Ooh, Otherwise, maybe. I feel like she, he, she can just say, "Well, it wasn't then." Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I I skimmed the <laughs> thing where like it, it like has their big blow up fight on footage where he supposedly beat her and he doesn't, and then like she moved out of the house and a week later showed up to court with bruises. Yeah, I guess if if you can prove that there is a, a flaws in her story, then you can start poking holes everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you, it's really hard to prove that someone beat the shit out of you or didn't beat the shit out of you. It's and I, I know we're not like discussing, but honestly, I think they're no, both are. just toxic people and brought out the worst in each other. I thought yep. she was that, a lesbian. She's bisexual, but she also faced abuse charges against her last, like the girl she was dating before Johnny Depp. She mm, beat the so. shit out of that girl, and that girl sued her. Is she Australian? Right, so she's the crazy one. Is she Australian? I have no idea. I think so. Probably. Now she's American. Wow, I'd she's picture gorgeous. her as not an American. Interesting. Okay. She is gorgeous. You ever seen her she... in that movie with Topher Grace? No, but she reminds me, like, because I follow her on Instagram, she'll post pictures in, like, very old-school, classy dresses sometimes, and it reminds me of, like, 1950s pinup style gorgeous. Can't go wrong with that. No. Nah. And that was uh, talking objectifying. Yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, we blew through those topics in like less than five minutes. Not even. Big shout out to us. Isn't that the, isn't that the goal? I don't. Know, I think maybe next time, like we should do like do a thirty second like ticker clock. Okay, thirty seconds to discuss. Because I have something to say on the Gandolfini story. Yeah, go right ahead. He he was in he he was in the show The Deuce, which is an HBO show. Because I was like, hey, has this guy even acted before? And I like the Deuce. I watch the Deuce. I don't know what his character is. I, I, I saw the face of his character, and I was like, yeah, okay, but I don't really know him. I think that they only had him in the Deuce just to see if he has any chops at all. Mm, trial run. So, like, his, his, in, the, in the HBO show, the Deuce was his trial run to see this Gandolfini. I guess he gave it enough 
chops. And I, I think this was the safest play, too, because anybody that's not James Gandolfini's son who takes on this role is going to be compared to him and, like, be torn apart if they don't live up to it. But this way, if he, even if he's not amazing, people are like, well, it's his son and, like, it's connecting and, like, we're not going to be too hard on him because he lost his dad who played the role. It's a savvy move on their part. I mean, talk about trying to fill your dad's footprints, footsteps. I'd, I'd be so scared to do this. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So scared. Uh, update. The reason I thought that Amber Heard was Australian is because Teresa Palmer is another actress that looks just like her. That's in the movie Take Me Home Tonight with Topher Grace, which is a good movie. You should go watch it. And she is gorgeous, and she's Australian. There we go. Teresa Palmer? I've never even heard of her. Well, about time you did, Dave. You need to go check her out. She's in a lot of real good movies. Oh, I recognize her. She was in Warm Bodies. She was in Hacksaw Ridge. Cool. She's very very pretty. She and you'd you'd like her. Sure, I would. I like a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was kind of interested in the uh, Canadian movie theater thing, giving uh, free movies and food to U.S. employees on a furlough. I thought that was kind of yeah. weird that American employees were living in Canada. I don't know if it's in. It is. I just looked it Canada. up. It is. Oh, right. But it's like so they stationed like, in like Canada. An embassy? I didn't know that they had an embassy in Canada. Like, just go next door. Well, there's, there's definitely bases in Canada because that's where Ted Cruz was born. Is how the military furloughed? Did you get from the? How much the free Coast stuff Guard can is. you get from a movie theater? Well, you can fill up on popcorn pretty well, man. <laughs> yeah, it is filling. Especially if you take it home and eat it the next day, like a get a second bag, second bag, and walk out. I wonder if we have any new listeners who don't know that about you. It's such an important tidbit. <laughs> you eat, you eat leftover popcorn. Yeah, routinely. But really? Teresa Palmer has a really hit or miss, I like track record. Okay. Sorry, I'm looking at her IMDb. Yeah, but now. not her face. Her face isn't hit or miss. It's always gorgeous. <laughs> Pretty much the same face. Yeah. True. She was in Point Break. Yeah, the new one. Uh, also, uh, yeah, uh, he eats leftover popcorn and he loves death and he's got a mortgage. No, I don't love death. I just love seeing how people got there. I mean, earlier in the show, you were like, he was brutally beaten to death. Well, I said that kind of... <laughs> you sh- had the biggest grin on your face when you're talking about a child's... No, no, I'm telling you, because I didn't want to say too much to make it too depressing, because I read it, and it is fucked. It's so much worse than anything I've ever read. Nice. So, let's, let's keep it out of our listeners' ears. We're going to. We're but going, it we're was going nominated to. for an Oscar, so but talking it's just, Oscars... It's, lead, it's leading up to no, that moment. All right. I'm going to do your segue, which is a shitty segue. <laughs> All right, it's... Um, yeah, so the Oscar nominations came out on uh, Tuesday morning or Monday morning? Monday morning. Not Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday morning, one of those two. Um, 5.20 in the morning, their time. Uh, it was actually, did you guys either of you watch it? No. No? I was I was on the train and you were just live texting us. So watch like, I'd what? Get, like, there, it was, it's a show, the nomination show. Oh, I didn't know that. And yeah, I as also a, didn't know that. As a talker on the official podcast of the Oscars. <laughs> you damn right. Oh, I forgot we're the official Oscar podcast. Poop Absolutely. on my face. Yeah. That well, is a disgrace. It was uh, the, the mom from Blackish, or the wife from Blackish. Yeah, everyone loves her. She's, I mean, she's, she's good. Uh, everyone and then calls the, her auntie. And then the guy who um, 
who was in the Big Sick, who, who wrote the Big Sick. Yeah, the uh, Silicon the, Valley uh, guy. Yeah, I, I was gonna say the Indian guy, but that's like everything that actor hates. And he's Pakistani. Racist. Yeah, I know. That's, it was very rude. That's why I didn't say it. Well, you did. No, I caught myself. I said I was going to say this <laughs> very rude, racist thing, but I caught myself because I'm better than that. Mm-hmm. His name's uh, Kumal something. Yeah. So they were both up, and uh, it's, I mean, it started off eight twenty, and they blew through like ten categories, and they, it was actually really funny. And this is how the Oscars should be. They were, you know, they did like the little chit chat in between like pre- presenters and stuff. Uh, they were doing that, but they had like maybe ten seconds to do it before the next category came whipping through. And he was like, oh, hey, Auntie, what did you have for breakfast? Hold on, tell me after this one. And then they would continue the conversation up after that. It was it was funny. I laughed. It was it was good, lighthearted comedy. And it was so quick. And they actually had to take a – they made they took a little, like, commercial break to finish up at 8.30 because they only made it, like, seven minutes. So it was, like, even though they're doing, like, a 15-minute show, they still needed a three-minute break without commercials or anything. It was just the fact that they needed to stop. I don't know why they did that, but that was weird. Um but yeah, I love those morning shows because they just, no bullshit, just go blow it right through and uh, you can know all the nominations. Oh, shit. Before we go into the nominations, yes. should we talk about the Big Lebowski teaser? I suppose we could back it up, yeah. Dave, sorry. I, describe it, yeah. Yeah, no, sorry. Uh, out of nowhere today, Jeff Bridges posted a little teaser of him as the dude and uh, at the end of it, it says whatever date it was, uh, February 3rd. Yeah. Yeah. See what this means. February 3rd. I, I broke down what the three things I think it is in the order of what I think it is. Number one, it's a Super Bowl ad, which would suck, but I think that's the most likely. Number two, it is a, going to be a teaser for the spinoff for the Jesus character. That's been in production for the last few years that they apparently shot last year. But Makes he's sense. not supposed to be in that, so I don't know how why he'd be involved in it. Or three, the Jesus movie was never made, and they just called it that so that they could secretly film a sequel to The Big Lebowski. That'd be nice. And they're going to drop a trailer for that. I, I hope it's a commercial. You don't want to see a Big Lebowski? Or... Nope. I've had Zoolander ruined. I've had Dumb and Dumber ruined. I've good had point. Anchorman ruined. Good point. I've had all those th- hang on, all those things you listed ruined. All those things you listed are comedies. The Big Lebowski isn't a comedy first and foremost. It's funny at times, but it's like it's not a comedy. I know this is a podcast and I'm supposed to be doing audio reactions. I don't know what to say to that. My face is saying to you what the fuck are you <laughs> That was, um, no, it's definitely in comedy. Like, it is, what are you talking about, Dave? <laughs> it's not a slapstick comedy, by any means. It's it's a comedy. I don't, I mean, I, I've always, like, like, it was a large part of when I took a film noir class. It was, that's how we viewed it and talked about it. That's, so that's how it, I've always. It is a comedy. Like, there's. It's there's a dark comedy. I mean, it, it's funny, but I, I, I like wouldn't say that's, with, like, it's primary genre. I'd say it was dark comedy. I'd say it's 100. I w- I'm shocked to even. I would never even have thought anything other than a good comedy. It sure as hell is not a drama. No. No, I, I think it's a neo noir that like a funny one though. Okay. Um, but I, like, there's like punchlines and jokes. But th- that you can say that about almost every single movie. No, you. This is what this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. 
over and over and over again. That's not supposed to be a, 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 a like a funny scene. Throwing ash in another guy's face of the dead. <laughs> From a coffee I mean, game. This is the biggest comedy. I'm shocked that you said it's not a comedy. This doesn't. This is not a conversation. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, we don't have to argue. I mean, I I think it's more film noir than a cool. Okay. Comedy. D- different opinions. Um, we're just gonna go off of that, and uh, and this this little segment was brought to you by Adderall. Dave, focus. What? We <laughs> exactly. Uh, so we were talking about the Oscars nominations. Uh, we're gonna go through the 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 main five. I'm not gonna do director because mm, I'll, I'll okay. We'll do main six. I'll bring the director. Start off uh, supporting actress. Uh, Amy Adams for Vice, uh, Marina de Tavaria for Roma, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone for The Favorite, and Rachel Weiss for The Favorite. Kind of cool seeing two actresses from the same movie being in there. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. Um, we're going to see that soon, I hope. Yes, I, uh, yeah. I can't really put any input into this at all. Yeah, uh, we saw I... Amy Adams in Vice. Give it to well, I, I saw this. I, I think they're both... Dave? Sorry. I, no, I, I think they're both fantastic in it. I think either one should have been nominated for Leading Lady, though. They co-led that film. And the I know, just skipping ahead briefly, the other woman from the movie, whose name is, is escaping me, she's nominating for Leading Lady, and she should have got supporting. I think they did this wrong. Well, I mean... She won. She won leading actress in the drama for Golden Globe too. I know. And I think she was false, like wrongly nominated for that too because she Olivia is Olivia Coleman. If you're wondering, yes, Olivia Coleman. She has way less screen time than any of the other ones, and the the movie follows the other two, and she only appears in scenes with them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe you're right, and the Academy's wrong. Who knows? The Academy's who's, wrong who's on some things here. Yeah, I know. Oh, they're on a, they're I, I meant that. Only, I meant that only half kidding because I mean. There's some questionable things that happened. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I feel like supporting actress is always a tough one because we, I don't know, whatever. I think this that. year, this last year was a, not a great year for movies overall, but no. this category is pretty stacked. What, supporting actress? Yeah. Maybe just because I haven't seen the favorite yet. So that's like half the category. Fair. All right. Looking for my supporting actor one. Mahershala Ali, Adam Driver. Sam Elliott, Richard E. Grant, and well, Sam Rockwell. Well, you gotta say with what movie they're involved in, man. Green yeah. Book. Green Black Book. Black yes. Klansman. A Star's Born. Can Sam you Elliott. ever forgive me? Who's Richard E. Grant? And can you ever forgive me? Uh, he's a guy who played the guy in Can You Ever Forgive Me? I don't know okay. him. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm sure. I'm sure we probably saw him somewhere. Big fan of his. Mm-hmm. I like this category and. Here, drum roll, ready? My... Oh, actually, I, ha- I have a drummer right here. My Oscar for supporting actor goes to... Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, huh? Oh, yeah. That scene... Easily. Easy. Yep. Landslide. That scene when Bradley Cooper says, uh, it-, it was you I looked up to, not dad... The and truck then they, scene, and then and he turns his head mm-hmm. to back out of the driveway, and he's just tears in his eyes. It's like, it's why'd you have to steal my fucking voice? Same yeah, way. yeah, because that because you never right. had anything to say with it. Dave, you sent me a link to this uh, this God week's damn, site. that movie's good. 
right? I know. <laughs> he sent me a link this week, and uh, Sam Sam Elliott on his first ever Oscar nomination. He was like, "It's about fucking time." Or what took so fucking long? That's what. He, Wait, exact this quote. is his first ever nomination. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I might throw a Sam Elliott party. Right. <laughs> Can we make Sam Elliott shirts? I think we should. Let's do it. Well, what's let's when he let's when he wins, say make sure it says what took so long. Yeah, Sam I think Elliott, I think that's a great one. I that's I love that idea. I'm gonna start throwing it together tonight. Huge Adam Driver doesn't belong to be nominated, no. but it was such a weak class. Not saying it was a, a bad performance. It's just not Oscar worthy. No, and Sam care. Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. I don't know. I thought uh, Sam Rockwell was the one I would take out. I think Absolutely. Adam Driver. I could like. I think he deserved to be nominated, not win. If they, if 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 last year's movies were this year right mm-hmm. i don't think adam driver or sam rockwell even make top 10 yeah i feel like those two are but just... i think the other two maybe can i don't know who richard e grant is i'm sure he's yeah. wonderful but ali and sam elliott they would make versus last year's movies as well agreed so yep. sam elliott and a landslide i think we all agree on that one right mm-hmm. yep all right uh, leading actress, we got uh, Yelitsa Aparicio for Roma. We got Glenn Close for The Wife. Olivia Colman for The Favorite. Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born, and Melissa Car- McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Dave, your winner is Melissa McCarthy. Did you see Can You Ever Forgive Me? I I actually haven't, but <laughs> I've I've only heard amazing things about it, and the Academy always loves. When a comedy actor like goes dramatic, it's always funny when Dave and I have the same exact answer and thought. <laughs> do you, do you, have you seen it? Jimmy? No, I haven't seen it, but I have the same exact reasoning. <laughs> and I'm actually I hate I don't like I don't hates a strong word I don't like Melissa McCarthy like I stay Me away neither. from all her I also don't like I her. stay away from all her comedies I don't find her style of comedy funny in the slightest but that movie looks like she does a really good performance and it's. You know, it's Jim Carrey in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's uh, well, it's Bill. Uh, it's um, John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley's movie. It's um, uh, I can't think of the most famous comedian from Chicago. Adam Sandler. No. Punch Drunk Love. It's uh, uh, Groundhog Day for Bill Murray. Bill you know, Murray. it's like you know going into a serious role, and it was Jim Carrey for Truman Show, not Eternal Sunshine. Mind. Like that first role, we're like, hey, they actually yeah. can act. That's what I see this being, even though I haven't seen the movie yet. So I'm guessing she's going to win. I would give it to Lady Gaga if I had to choose. But, but um, guys, think, not what? to wear your parade, but uh, for best actress in, in gambling senses, she is in dead last. Melissa McCarthy? Yeah. Well, they're probably that Roma girl's probably in top. No, Glenn Close is. What's probably, the wife? Probably only because, yeah. That that's the movie we didn't know what it was after the Globes, and I looked it up, and it was released in three theaters for like a week. All right, so John, who do you want to win, and who do you think is going to win? Um, honestly, I have the same gut reaction as you. I want Melissa McCarthy to win because it does look good. I haven't seen it though. Uh, I oh, thought that... Lady Gaga would win though. No, we're switched. I uh, want yeah, Gaga. I'm the I opposite think of McCarthy. that. I... Yeah, I think McCarthy really? will win, but I want Lady Gaga to. Yes. But the, the, the numbers I'm looking at right here, it looks like Glenn Close is kind of a fucking shoo-in. Those numbers are yeah. lies. But n- <laughs> they're not even close, Jimmy. Like, they're not even remotely close. Mm, I don't know. So for top choices, she has 1,977. Uh, Lady Gaga has got 299. 
Yeah, but these I mean, are, I have are no like, idea what stats you're looking at. Yeah, like, I mean, I have no I idea. Have, yeah, you the internet. Looking at, like, I'm looking some at the internet. Not, okay. Well, okay, dude. Well, according to the Six Pack Cinema poll, Melissa McCartney's <laughs> leading. <laughs> yeah, with 66 percent of the vote. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going with what Lady Gaga? Is that what it is? Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Okay. Um, well, no, uh, we we think it'll be Melissa McCarthy. But we want Gaga. But we want. Yep. We're going with wants right now, right? Okay. All right, so for uh, the leading actor, uh, Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born, Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. This is a And Sheehan, your winner <clears throat> is... Christian Bale for Vice. Why? I fucking loved that movie. He won it for he, he won it for the uh, the Golden Globe. All right, oh, so right. look at the so, look at the Globes. Okay, look at the Globes. Uh, Rami Malek won, and so did Christian Bale. Head to head, which one of those go away with it? So this is just okay. Is this your this, is this your want or is this your guess? I think this is my guess. Okay, what's your want? Um, my want would be Bradley Cooper because it was amazing. So I am in the exact same boat as Sheen. I think Christian Bale will win it. And I think, honestly, it's down between him and Rami Malek. But if I could pick, I'd pick Bradley Cooper. I think Rami Malek is going to win it because I don't know what the fuck's going on with this right. whole thing. The worst movie to ever be nominated for Best Picture. Basically, a popcorn movie winning Best Picture, which is so weird. I want Bradley Cooper, obviously. I don't think there's any. Sh- oh, and then also, um, what was it the director? Um, he's getting a lot of shit for uh, new allegations of raping boys. Who? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody director. Oh, Brian Singer. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got new allegations this week, so that's gonna tank. Uh, Bo Rap. I Ooh. think that'll tank it in Best Picture. I don't know if it'll impact Rami. Maybe nice. not. You're right, but yeah, just because like he has that one degree of separation that could like. No, you're right. They won't. They won't penalize him for. Boy raping, but for sure the pitcher is going to take a take a heavy hit. All right, what what category are we doing next? Director, movie. Uh, we're doing directing. Okay. All right. So, Black Klansman, uh, directed by Spike Lee. Cold War by Powell Paolo Paulakowski. Uh, the favorite by Yorgos Lanthimos. Roma by Alfonso Caron, and Vice by Ma- Adam McKay. How do you mess up the name Powell Palakowski? It's the coolest name in the world. Yeah, I um, I just read it weird. All right. <laughs> I stepped back and I saw what it was. Like, oh, okay, cool. And my winner is... Alfonso Caron Roma. Because yes. I watched the first five minutes of this movie, and it's uh, a tile ground or, or stone ground and a puddle... And or like waves just like washing up and down in black and white for like five minutes, and it, it, it's not necessary. No. It, mean, it means nothing. It's totally irrelevant. It's totally derivative and stupid it's and dribble. dumb. But the dumb elites will be like, "Oh, that's so fucking thought provoking." It's, oh, it's, it's tailor made for the Academy what did, Awards. What did that fucking mean? The shot of that puddle, that wave, whatever it is. So that's gonna win and. uh so Roma might be a great movie, but I was out after that. I was like, I can't watch this. I can't watch that. Heavy favorite, by the way. Two two things. I, I agree with you. I think he is going to win it. Um, 
I haven't seen the movie either, but I've heard the movie itself is kind of boring, but his directing is phenomenal. And I'm I'm pulling for him to win because if he wins, that'll be five times in the last six years that's been like a Hispanic director has won, which, you know, we need more diversity in film. Sounds like they're the majority now. <laughs> I guess so. Sounds like they're winning all the awards. I will say I think Bradley Cooper got snubbed for not being on this. I don't know. He's a first-time director, man. That, that always happens. Snubbed, maybe, but um, I think this him acting and him – he wrote the screenplay, right? He wrote, acted, and directed it. I think the writing and the acting was the strongest two parts of his uh, little acts there. The directing, I'm okay with him not getting the, getting nominated. Mm, I think he should be nominated. I Maybe. think the only one he'll win is screenwriting. Spike Lee yeah. shouldn't be nominated. Well, Spike Lee, I think, should. This is his first nomination, right? Ever? Uh, I don't I think th- so. He, he was throwing, like, there's a, there was a viral thing of him, like, finding out he was going to the Oscars. I well, didn't, that only happens when it's your first time. He didn't get didn't, nominated for, like, Inside Man. I guess not Inside Man. Or he got White game. Man Can't Jump. I thought that got nominated or something. I don't. Maybe, like, actors, though. Maybe. Maybe not him. Wait, White Man Can't Jump isn't Spike Lee? Yeah, isn't it? I no. thought it was. There's no Dolly scene in that movie. <laughs> that was before. I I don't think it's... No, it's not. Yeah, Ron, no. He's, he's only been... Not, He's only been nominated three times ever, and they're all this year. Yeah. Wow. White Men Can't Jump isn't, isn't Spike Lee. Okay. Good to know. Because there's no Thought dollar was. shot. Was he involved with it? Was he in it? That might be. I think he was in it. No, he wasn't in it. But uh, White Men... Oh, a, he should have been nominated in 1990 because apparently Kim Basinger, like, went off script as she was presenting an award and, like, called out the Academy for snubbing him. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So let's move over to the uh, the best picture, the big one of the night. Um, you don't you want know. to do original screenplay? I didn't have it prepared. Original screenplay, okay. I think Green Book should win. That's all I'm saying. What, what are the uh, – read it off. Let's just do it. Really the quick. favorite – I'm not going to read the writers because who cares. But the yep. favorite, first reformed, Green Book, Roma, Vice. I think Green Book should win. I think the favorite should win that. I haven't seen that yet, so I yeah. can't say you're wrong. Yeah. But um, Vice should definitely not. I I will say I think the Green Book won't win it just because of the controversy around the two writers. Mm, that's maybe. that's gonna hurt it a little bit. I can see that. One of them came out saying he like molested women on set. So he that's admitted it. Gonna, yeah. That's bummer. that's a weird move. Bummer. Yeah. Total okay. bummer. I don't think it's gonna work out for him. Okay, well, we're going to move on to Best Picture now, okay? Yep. All yep. right, so uh, Black Panther, LOL, <laughs> uh, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. Can I tell you who's going to win? No, hold on. I want to have the conversation beforehand Okay. about how they have 10 slots, and they've done 10 pictures. They've done 10 movies before. They've done nine, like you said, you told us. Yep. There's only eight this year, Yep. and how many deserve it? Out of the eight. It's such a weak class. I think there are better movies they left off, though, too. I think Sorry to Bother You should absolutely be on this list. I think if you had to throw in a superhero movie, Spider-Man was better than Black, uh, Black Panther. I Where, think if the, Beale they, Street... They shouldn't have been it, involved, either one of them. But, but yeah. if Beale Street could talk... Yeah, I was surprised that there. didn't make it on there. 
And I, I am going to say, because I think a lot of listeners don't understand how it works, they don't just pick 10 if they want to pick 10 or pick 8 if they want to pick 8. They There's a list of however many it is, like all the movies from last year, all the movies that put up for consideration, and they vote, and you have to have a certain number of percentage votes for first place. Yeah. Okay, so... It's a it's a small percentage, though. Compared to last year's. So this yeah. year's is Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, Star is Born, Vice. Okay? That's yep. this year's. I am going to contest that all three B movies, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, aren't voted if they were made last year. Last yep. year had Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Three Billboards, Phantom Thread, and The Post, which didn't deserve it last year. Yeah, the, the, it's night and day. The the category, it's, of the list. it's an unreal difference in in, in strength. Yeah, bad mm-hmm. bad year for movies. So, uh, uh, Dave, we'll let you. Who 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 is going to win? Not who do you want? Who's going to win? Black Klansman. I, th- I think they're going to give it to Spike Lee as, like, a Lifetime Achievement Award. There's not for snubbing a him fucking in the chance in the world that they, he wins this. I think he, he, has a better, yeah, he has a better chance of winning this than most people think because they fucked him over in the past. And he's, like, up there now, and this is, like, a perfectly, like, racial movie and like for 2018, 2019. It's going to be the perfect storm of them wanting to seem woke and – Honoring someone they should have honored in the past. Well, if they want to seem woke about racism, then Green Book is a shoe in for that one. Th- this is way more like prevalent about that. Though. Yeah, no, they this ended is more... this movie with the Tiki Torch marches from 2019. So, so yeah, super woke. Yeah. Uh, my think is either favorite or Roma. My want is either a Star is Born or a Star is Born. Yeah, I really? want to be fair, on the record. I want a Star is Born to win. John, I don't who do think you it want? Will, though. Uh, I'll tell you who I think, and I'm going to put, like, almost, almost, let's see, 80% positive is going to win is the Green Book. What, I, what's again, your, I, what do your poll numbers say over there? All right, my poll numbers say uh, Roma is at 1,799 for top choice. Uh, then Black Klansman is 184, and then Green Book is 203. what? Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the critics that were polled. Okay. Okay. So there's over like 1,700. <laughs> numbers out. Bohemian Rhapsody is like Bohemian Rhapsody got three pecks and a hen. But Green Book got three goats. So. I thought he was going to do percentages, and it was 1,079. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so Roma's the heavy favorite for that, but I cannot imagine the, the given the fact that we had a fish fucker last, last year win, and then we had uh, uh, Moonlight the year before that, and, and all the drama behind, behind the... Um, the uh, the most popular movie category. If they pick this super fucking artsy movie to win the best picture, it is going to be colossal PR damage for them, and they won't do it. If uh, okay, if- I can I I I agree with you there that mm-hmm. it'll be bad PR. The reason I think Green Book won't win is again there are too many controversies around it. I think there's only one controversy around it. No, there's the his family speaking out about it. Yep. There's also been uh, like the I think it was the ACL, ACLU called them out for doing a white savior trope, helping a black man. 
Um, and then they also got called out by some groups for having a black savior trope. And then uh, during the, the press tour, Viggo Mortensen dropped the N-bomb when like discussing about racial tension. Yeah, which is the hard, hard ER. That's a, gi- which, that's a giant fuck up on his part. Okay. I mean, I, I, under, like, I feel like if you're discussing it in context of the movie and like how it's fucked up and people shouldn't say it, that's probably the appropriate context. But it blew up and became a huge controversy. I just I think they're gonna stay away from it because of that. Okay, those are all good reasonings. Sure, I can take that into account. Um, all right, so I'm gonna write off Roma right, right off the bat because I think it's too artsy. Then uh, Bo Rap, Black Panther, and Vice are just too much popcorn. So then I have any contention. A Star Is Born. Uh, I think something's wrong with it. They they didn't get nearly as much attention as I thought, especially in the Globes. They got completely snubbed. Uh, the favorite I haven't seen it yet, but. It's just not getting the same amount of attention. So it, it, for me, it's between Black Landsman and Green Book. I just can't see it going to Black Landsman. So Green Book, default. I also think um, A Star is Born screwed themselves by releasing too early. That they released it, it right at the start of award season, and then and it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But then the last like two months, a ton of good movies have come out that have kind of like made people forget how good A Star is Born really is. Yeah. Remember when the artist won? That'd be like if Roma won again. Yeah. So I think so. I think we're agreeing that it's going to be between Green Book and no, we're not agreeing. You guys didn't say Green Book at all, right? No, I think, no. no. You think uh, a Star is Born? No, we want a Star is Born. I I think Roma. Okay. Dave, what do you think? I think Black, Black Klansman, and I right. want a Star is Born. All right, so uh, we're all over the ice. Cool. Be interesting to see how this one pans out. What's I'm going to keep a close movie, eye. What? Worst movie to ever win Best Picture. Off the top of my head, I don't. I think, I think, I want to say Moonlight, but mm, I really Crash. Like crash won? Yeah, Crash, 2005. Dude, that's that's got to be up there. Okay. Yeah. All Didn't right, Benjamin so, Button win? No, I don't think it was so. Nominated. Was nominated. Nominated. That's not worthy. <laughs> Okay. All right. So uh, we're going to wrap this one up. We're going to keep a close eye on the uh, Oscars. I am, at least. I'm going to keep a close eye on the odds and the rankings going up and down. I'm going to keep a close eye on it once it starts and then ends. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, the I actual mean, we... award show? Or? Yeah, the award show. All right. Well, uh, I'm not. Good. I'm, going, I'm, I'm on board. I'm, it's Oscar season for me. This is, your, this is your playoffs. This is my Oscars. Okay, well, we are the okay. official podcast of the Oscars, so... We are, and news. somebody needs to hold that flag up. Hold it high. So, all right, well, thanks for listening. Check us out on Monday. We're doing a review of the two uh, Fire Festival docs on uh, Netflix and Hulu. Should be good. I don't even know how we're going to rank or rate that one, but it'll be interesting. Oh, and buy, hopefully by the end of this weekend, buy our Sam Elliott t-shirt on sale. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Elliott. It's about fucking time. It's about fucking time. Sam Elliott. Still All right, check us out. Uh, f- follow us on Instagram, at Six Pack Cinema. Same thing with Twitter. Uh, rate, subscribe, review, tell all your friends, and come back next week. Thanks, guys. Love y'all. 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 Love y'all.